Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. I'm pretty sure not, but you know, it's funny that you say that because I use the word to describe the television remote. I say clicker, you know, get me the clicker. Where's the clicker? And apparently my children have used this word in other people's homes. And those other people are like, what are you talking about? Like, what, 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 what's a clicker? And they're like, you know, the clicker. And I remember Ruby once came home and she goes, mom, you know, other people, other humans don't say that. And I'm like, well, what do they call it? I don't know. She goes like a remote. I'm like, whatever. It's a clicker. And they thought it was really a clicker because, you know, so they got embarrassed, I guess, when they went to somebody else's home and said, where's the clicker? And they were like, what? (laughs) Should be the worst thing I scar them with, you know, right? Whatever. Uh, I I guess it's the Google Nest. Is it the Google Nest? I don't know. Now, I, now I'm obsessed. I don't it's know. It's like a smart device in your it's home that device, shows pictures? Like, like Alexa, yeah. Only it's from Google. And it's got a screen, though. It's got a little screen, and oh, you can sync okay. your photo albums to it. So it'll go back and say, a year ago today, here's what you were doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I get and those a, from Shutterfly. Yeah. And a week ago today, Russia was sp- spying on you through your well, God Google. Knows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there are no secrets. <laughs> Honey. We're an open book. Honey. It's a shirt, but more of a pamphlet than a book. But um, mm-hmm. that's right. So um, I came across. First of all, do you think we can all agree that billionaires should pay their fair share of taxes? Uh, yeah, and maybe then some. I have nothing against. Don't want to sound too much like a socialist, but you know. I have nothing against people that earn significant money, and I mean, as long as you do it fairly and and legally, and you're not cheating other people in the process, but um, I also think that people should be paying their fair share. If you live in the United States, pay for the upkeep, pay for the maintenance, pay mm-hmm. for the military, pay for teachers and health care. Um, all of us, I think, have a role to play there. First of all, mm-hmm. Jor, almost a third of U.S. workers make less than 15 bucks an hour. One third of the workforce, $15. Still? Yeah. Because now, you know, less. Amazon or Target, they're paying a whole lot of money. Which leads me to the next statistic. 4.4 million Americans quit their jobs last month as yeah, the great resignation lot, continues. Man. The great resignation mm. shows no signs of winding down. More than half of American households paid no federal income tax last year. Due to COVID relief funds, tax credits, stimulus money, 
57% of U.S. households paid no federal income tax last year, up from 44% before the pandemic. So President Biden wants to eliminate some of the most egregious tax loopholes. He's proposing a Mm -hmm. billionaire minimum income tax, which would apply. Guess how many uh, U.S. families have assets of $100 million or more? Oh, boy. Um, Is it 3,000? How many? Like an, an... 3,000, 30,000, or 300,000? Assets of 100 million or more. I'm, I'm going to say 3,000. That's a lot of money. 30,000 families. What do you say, DJ? Oh. 30,000 families in That's the U.S. A lot of money. have assets of more than $100 million. Jeez. And billionaires? You want to guess how many billionaires there are in the United States? A wag. Well, Just throw something out that, there. Uh, five thousand. DJ, I'll take the over on five thousand. Ten thousand. How about seven hundred billionaires? Oh. Oh. Yeah. Yep. Oh. And so okay. This, so much less. This proposed tax, mm-hmm. in other words, doesn't just target billionaires. It targets thirty thousand families with assets mm-hmm. of more than a hundred million dollars. Now. These households would be subject to a new minimum tax of 20%, ensuring they don't pay lower tax rates than many low- and middle-class Americans. And here's Mm -hmm. the thing. The country's 400 richest families pay a lower tax rate than the middle class. That's due to four decades of... What? Yeah. A lower overall tax rate because they have better lawyers and better tax loopholes. Look, weren't we supposed to close these loopholes? No, no, because we just no, because people donate to their favorite politicians. And oh, by the way, if you get elected, can you make this little change for me in the tax law? Four decades of tax cuts for the rich, preferential treatment for capital gains, uh, such as the profits made from sales of stocks and bonds, which are taxed at a lower rate than income. And there's something mm. something kind of interesting here. Um, it's called the unrealized appreciation of assets. Billionaires would be taxed on their gains during a period, during a year, whether or not they sold an asset. So even if you don't sell the stock or sell the bond. Yep, I'm okay with that. If it goes mm-hmm. up in value, mm-hmm. you would be mm-hmm. you would be taxed on that. Now, so we're just talking about money that's continuing to make money right. just by sitting there, whether it gets sold or traded or not. Right. So I am okay with that. If, if there's no blood, sweat, and tears going into that, it, I, I am so okay with taxing that money. And you wouldn't be taxed twice. If there are any billionaires listening right now, uh, if, <laughs> if you do pay your money to the IRS... In essence, you're paying some of your taxes up front. Whatever you pay would be deducted when you do finally cash out of your stocks oh. or bonds. So, but again, what what the uber wealthy do? They don't cash out their stocks. They just get right. bank loans against what they have, you know, mm-hmm. in their investments. So they never have to cash mm-hmm. out their stocks and bonds. They get very low rates, bank loans, and so. They avoid having to pay. Can you imagine crazy amounts of a billionaire money. taking a bank loan? That's that's 
The system is broken, my friend. The, this healthcare insurance with the drugs is, is broken. This system is broken. Taxing the uber wealthy that doesn't matter to them or not. Do they even know if they paid that money or not? It does not affect their lifestyle or their, their health. So I, I'm glad. This is, a, I guess, a starting point, right? to maybe create some greater wealth equity. Yeah, and again, the whole idea, Mm -hmm. the administration estimates it would cut the federal budget by $1.3 trillion, making sure the ultra-wealthy pay more tax would bring in $360 billion over the next decade. But it may be unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. We don't know yet. But anyway, we'll keep you posted on the billionaire minimum income tax. Hmm. When we get back, we'll stop selling cigarettes at Walmart. Make a difference. Let's talk next. So this week, Walmart announced it is taking tobacco products off some store shelves. When I say some, it's like California, New Mexico, Florida. And Walmart's playing catch up because Target and CVS have cut out cigarettes entirely. And we're... We, we, we know that more than 480,000 Americans die from smoking cigarettes every year. And in fact, get this, the CDC estimates one in 13 kids will die earlier than expected from a tobacco-related illness. In a few days on April 1st is what we used to call, remember, the Great American Smokeout. Mm-hmm. Now it's called yep. like National Kick Butts Day, right? You remember that now? Or then it was called National Kick Butts Day. And now it's called, I believe, Take Down Tobacco, National Day of Action. But I was shocked to learn at how many kids this still affects. So we had a lot of questions about this. And we asked Gabby Coleman, a certified tobacco treatment specialist at Alina Health, to talk about uh, ways tobacco is still impact, impacting our youth. And she joins us on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. So Gabby, welcome to the show. Well, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Gabby, I don't understand, and you know, maybe I'm naive, but kids know this is bad for them. Adults know tobacco kills. How much of a problem is tobacco with today's youth? It is a significant problem, and um, according to the uh, 2021 National Youth Tobacco Survey, 34% of high school students, which would be grades 9 through 12, had tried any tobacco product. Wow. Is that up up from a generation Mm -hmm. ago, Gabby? What are the trends? Are more kids smoking now? Well... Uh, I I think I would like to rephrase this question, are more kids using tobacco? Because we've seen smoking cigarettes on a downward trend, but what we're seeing on an upward trend starting from 2016 to 2017 is the number of youth who report using tobacco through uh, vaping a nicotine e-liquid or vaping an e-cigarette. And can I ask a a question about that? My brother, who's uh, three years younger than me, he's been smoking cigarettes Forever, He just recently switched over to vaping, and he's kind of patting himself on the back. He's saying, hey, brother, look, uh, vaping is a lot safer. D- does, does he make a compelling case, or is he, is he in dreamland? I mean, how much safer is vaping than smoking cigarettes? It's really difficult to quantify that with a percentage because uh, in healthcare, especially in the world of tobacco treatment, it's difficult to say that something is safer when we know it's not safe. 
We know that these e-cigarettes are delivering insanely high levels of nicotine, and whether it's targeting the developing brain or the brain of your brother, um, they're, they're getting nicotine in higher doses, and um, therefore it, it, it just it's not safe. What are the impacts long-term of nicotine on the human brain? Do we know? I mean, it, nicotine can't be good for you over the long haul, right? Well, nicotine essentially, yeah, nicotine essentially can damage every organ in your body. But when we think about the youth, we think about the adolescent brain. It doesn't develop until around the age of 25. So when youth introduce tobacco through an e-cigarette, these high levels of nicotine are damaging the areas of the brain that are responsible for memory, cognition, and emotion. And when we think about emotion, we think about mental mm. health and how it's really impacting their ability to not manage mental health. Uh huh. Okay. Effectively, yeah. One of the texters, uh, one of the texters asked us if the federal government is still subsidizing the tobacco industry. Oh, Are that's they? a good question, isn't it? <laughs> that's a good question. Yeah. So, uh, if I'm understanding the question correctly, back in 1998, the government um, did sue Big Tobacco, and they won a lawsuit, and they've distributed the funds to help people quit tobacco use um but you know simply we don't have the regulation that is needed to keep these products out of the hands of youth gabby hmm. what, what do you recommend for for parents i mean we all want the best for our kids and and kids for our parents we we want our parents to live long lives yeah. but what 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 tends to work what has the most impact in getting people to quit what works? Well, you have to find a reason. You have to find a reason that resonates with yourself. Why do I want to quit? Uh, often when I work with youth, uh, Adelina, um, a lot of the kids will say, um, you know, I can't play my band instrument, or I'm having a hard time walking up the stairs or running down the soccer field, or I can't afford my tobacco product anymore, and just really trying to find that reason that resonates with them. And then developing a quit plan, a quit plan that um, feels that it's, it's achievable. Okay. Gabby, why are they starting in the first place? I thought there was a stigma against tobacco that it, you know, oh, we're smarter than that now. We're not falling for the, you know, the Joe Camel and the Marlboro Man ads anymore. I mean, do kids not see it that way? I think that when the tobacco industry started to launch these new products onto the market, they knew that they were targeting replacement smokers and they knew that they could add flavors Flavors are very appealing to youth. Uh, I think the last time I checked, there was still over 15,000 flavors of e-liquids available on the market. And flavors in and of itself are actually damaging um, the heart and lungs. It really um, suppresses the body's ability to fight off infection. So it makes the immune system mm -hmm. has to work harder to fight off an infection. Oh, boy. I, know. I can't believe this I is still a problem, Paul. I, I mean, I'm really surprised. Yeah. Right. I guess yeah. I just thought kids would be like, oh, tobacco, that's so like, you know, 1960s. <laughs> I don't want anything okay, to do boomers. with it. Yeah, okay, boomers. Yeah, okay. Right. Boomers. Okay, but exactly. You know, I'm just... youth are, yeah, you know, okay. youth are really dealing with a lot of stress. And um, this seems to be a, a, 
a, a device or a product that they turn to for stress management. Um, but in the in, in the end, it's, they're not able to manage their stress, their anxiety, their depression any better than they were before they started the tobacco product itself. But it's truly the flavors. You know, youth are curious. What will it taste like? What will it feel like? And again, there was no regulation yeah. when regulation should have been implemented several years ago on these devices. And so they're just falling into the hands of youth right now. Okay. Gabby, do you think when like Walmart makes a decision to stop selling it or Target makes a decision to stop selling it, do you think that helps or are they going to just find it somewhere else? Well, I, I think any type of regulation that we can implement at any level is critical. So absolutely, it's going to help if we remove accessibility. But you're right. It, if, if, listen, if somebody is addicted to nicotine, their brain's been hijacked to think they need nicotine for survival. Uh, especially the brain of of a youth adolescent or young adult. And so, of course, they're going to try to find ways to to purchase their tobacco product, um, which is which is very discouraging. Uh, But that's what happens when when somebody's addicted. And I just really want to add that these new e-cigarettes, the disposable vapes, I mean, some of these vapes are delivering nicotine at insanely high levels. Um, I wanted Mm. to highlight the puff bar because the puff bar is an e-cigarette that um, middle school and high school students have reported using over the last couple of years. And, you know, one puff bar has over 90 milligrams of nicotine. And if you if you equivalent that to tobacco cigarettes, that's like smoking over four packs of cigarettes. Oh, my goodness. <gasps> hey, no. Gabby, I heard to it. Oh, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, <laughs> nicotine more addictive than cocaine and even heroin yeah. in terms of how it yeah. affects your brain. Is that true? Yes, it's very true. It hijacks every pleasure center in the brain. And again, your brain is think it's wired to think that it needs nicotine for survival. So when it's going without nicotine, it's going to try to find a way to get the drug, even though it's, you know, when you don't have access to it. So yeah, it's very, very addictive. It's a, it's, it's got a high risk of relapse if you don't have a solid quit plan in place. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of medications out there to um, help with tobacco treatment to quit successfully. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Gabby, this was enlightening, a little discouraging. Uh, but again, Gabby is a I certified know. tobacco treatment specialist yeah, at Alina. Gabby, for people who want more information, help quitting, advice for kids, where do they go? Yeah. Well, there are a few good resources. The Truth Initiative has a program called This Is Quitting. And um, kids mm-hmm. can text Ditch Vape to 88709, and they'll get um, age-appropriate text messages and advice on how to set a quit date and mm-hmm. how to get through triggers. Uh, Minnesota Quit Program has My Life, My Quit. They can log on and register, and they can chat, or they can talk to a tobacco coach. Uh, there are other organizations. American Lung, American Lung Association has the Vape Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, Alina Health, we have a change to chill website that um, also provides resources for uh, youth and adolescents on um, a tobacco quit plan. All right. Good. Thank you, Gabby. That was a ton. Gabby Coleman with Alina Health. Uh, We appreciate that time and the awareness about this. Again, I was kind of hoping that "Ah, tobacco, that was my mom's stuff, you know, but I guess it's still out there. Nope. Nope. Back to the future. Hey, it's spring in theory. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. 
Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. When we come back, see how well you do on a spring fever quiz. That's coming up next on CCO. Do you have spring fever, Jordana? <laughs> for sure I have spring fever. I... Hey, I'm I'm locked up here in a hospital room and it's raining outside. Yeah, I I can't wait to get out there when we can. Take a walk, you chirping birds. Mm-hmm. Green. Smell the spring smells. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. It's it's later this year, certainly later than last year. Last year at this time, the ice was coming off Metro Lakes. I'm always amazed how quickly things can change, though, and I think it'll be that mm-hmm. way this year. Uh, Mid-April, we'll have more days in the 60s. But here we go. Six questions about spring fever. Today's terrible trivia. Let's see how well you do at Mm. home. All right, Jordana, the average date of the first severe thunderstorm warning issued by the National Weather Service for any county in Minnesota, the average date of the first severe thunderstorm warning is it March 27th, April 8th, or May 1st? April 8th. Well done. Yeah. Wow. Nicely done. Maybe something stuck in when I worked for you for a year. <laughs> well, yeah, you, you did learn a lot. You, well done. Yeah, April 8th. Thank no you. warnings that I'm aware of yet uh, statewide, but um, wait for it. Okay, DJ. Yes. Average date... Of the last measurable snow mm, okay. in the Twin Cities. And oh, in the Twin Cities. Okay. In the Twin Cities, and we're talking a coating, a tenth of an inch sure. or more. Okay. Average last day of measurable snow. Is it April 8th, April 22nd, or May 6th? Um, average date? Average. Average well, date. Uh, uh, yeah, average. I think it's April 8th. Well done. Yes, wow. the same date same as, day as, as wow. the first severe thunderstorm morning. So, okay, okay. Is every answer to the questions going to be April, April 8th? 8th? April 8th, yeah. <laughs> I just am very attracted to April 8th. It's my favorite day of the year. What day did I have a uh, cornmeal yeah, breakfast? Right? But again. Yeah, right? <laughs> but again, your results may vary. April 2018, 26 inches of snow in the Twin Cities. Mm-hmm. 
I see no evidence that that will be the case this year. And in the last decade, we've seen later snowfalls than April the 8th. Uh, This data goes back to 1844. 1884. Okay, uh, Jordana, here we go. Average date of the last hard freeze in the Twin Cities. Now, that's different than a frost. A hard freeze, a few hours, 28 degrees or colder enough to kill everything off. Average day of the last hard freeze in the metro is it April 24th, May 7th, or May 23rd? Hard freeze? Yeah, hard freeze. Uh, in I'm going to say April 24th. Wow, you guys are oh, three for Wow, three. look at that. Holy cow. Killing it. Make these it's almost like no. I had the answers. We're just yeah. smart. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. All right. Here we go. DJ, yep. average date of the first tornado warning for some county anywhere in Minnesota. Okay. Somewhere in Minnesota, the first tornado warning issued by the National Weather Service. Okay. Is it April 15th, April 28th, or May 8th? Um, that is April, what was the one? middle one, April 28th? April 28th. It's April 28th. Oh, what? Oh, you would He be, sounded so confident, you too. Would be so wrong. Um, it's May 8th. Wow. This okay. is data going back uh, to 1955. The average yeah. first tornado warning somewhere in the state is May 8th. Okay. Jordana, latest flurries yeah, on record in the Twin Cities. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> the latest flurries on record. Okay. This is. <laughs> Not something the Minnesota Chamber of Commerce likes to brag about, but... I bet they don't. Makes us tough. Makes us crazy, but it makes us tough. Latest flurries in the Metro. Is it May 28th, June 16th, or July the 4th? The latest flurries on record. It's it's July 4th. You'll be happy to hear. No, it's May 28th. Yeah. 1965. I would have guessed June. I thought... I thought that there has been snow in every month except for August. Wait, this is Twin Cities, though, you just Minnesota. Oh, that was oh, Twin, that okay, was Twin Cities, not the state. Yeah. Oh, yeah. got it. All right. There was a method to my madness yeah. there. Good, but, good try. Okay, good try, Jordan. I got it. I got it. Yeah, yeah, the, I got you, it. Had the, you had the right idea. <laughs> got you. Poor execution, okay. but the right idea. Oh. All right, DJ, last question. Okay, I can win it here. And the only month where snow hasn't been observed. Somewhere in the great state of Minnesota is August at an official observing well, I... station. Is it June, July, or August? I think it's August. I just said that. I just gave it away. Oh, it's July. It's July. It's July. What? Yeah. Oh, then my stat is wrong. I thought it was uh, August too, DJ. Jordana had a plan the whole I... time to sabotage so- the last yeah, question. I know, right? Now, they're it's totally really? not. I'm and, sorry. And every time I mention this, people say, yeah, well, Paul, uh, at this town, we did get flurries in July. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It has to at an official observing station, an airport where there's an observer ah, who can look and verify and okay. say, yep, that's snow. That's not a hallucination. Wait, so all of your stats are just like... Only true for airports across Minnesota, not the whole state. Is that what you're trying to tell us? Where, where we have official observers. Yeah. Are you an official observer? No, I'm not. This whole I'm thing not, seems like a sham. I'm not. <laughs> 20 bucks. <laughs> Mail 20 bucks in an envelope, you can be an official observer. Right. Jordana, you still won uh, somehow. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, two to one. So uh, 
Well done. Well, that was a good quiz. And except for me and DJ, you know, the Twins are winning, the Wild are winning, hopefully yep. the Wolves will win tonight. We'll talk sports with Mike Max next. Maxi Sports brought to you by the John Schuster Group at Caldwell Banker Real Estate. Couldn't help but notice that uh, yesterday NFL owners yep. approved a rule yep. to modify overtime, overtime by ensuring both teams do get a possession. Yeah. One chance to, to touch the ball. But Maxi, um, Jordana's here, and she has a question too. The NFL seems to be getting even more serious when it comes to diversity, right? Well, I mean, they're making a mandated um, on the offensive side of the ball where they think the numbers are down, uh, mm-hmm. an intern, uh, in essence, that you're going to add to the staff. But in truth, now this is a rule that they're making, so you have to be accountable for it, but they've been doing this for a long time. They've been doing implementing this kind of stuff for a long time. Now it's just that each team is going to have to have... Um, uh, sign off on it and and and, and check that box. You, 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 many teams have been proactive this way, um, and 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 this just means that every huh. team has to have somebody on. The, and I didn't realize that there was a discrepancy between the offensive and defensive side of the ball. They made this specific to the offensive side of the ball, which I thought was interesting. Yeah, for those that don't know what we're talking about, the NFL announced that all 32 teams must hire a female or a member of an ethnic or racial minority as an offensive assistant for the 2022 season. And the reason being is that, you know, head coaches, and, and as I guess to your point, maybe start out in offensive roles. And I guess they're hoping that there will be more diverse head coaches in the NFL in the coming years. Yeah, yes, and and, and uh, right? obviously mm-hmm. it, it's a pipeline. It works its way up, and so you're yeah. you're, you're, you're in essence, you know, the, the the Rooney Rule was the first thing that went into effect, and that said, when you hire a head coach, you have to at least interview a minority candidate for it, and that's mm-hmm. what got the wheels. Well, that was some time ago now, uh, and now yeah. this is another yeah. step along those lines. But if you go to training camps right now, you go to NFL. I mean, they for a long time, you know, they're making it a mandate, so now all thirty two teams are accountable. But they've been working. Uh, in situations like they've been doing this for a long time. I, I, I don't think that this is something that they um, were far off on. This is, this is just an extension, and it means that every team now has to make sure that they do it. But a lot of teams have been doing this for a long time. So uh, the Wolves play the Rockets tonight, pregame No, no, the, the Raptors. Raptors, We, we wish no. they played the Rockets tonight. What the hell? The Rockets are terrible. They play them on Sunday. <laughs> they play the Raptors, That's it. okay, and got they've it. got about identical records. And uh, uh, the oh. Raptors have Gary Trent Jr. from Apple Valley, who has really flourished since he got into oh, that fine. system and got a fifty-four million dollar contract because of it. I was teasing his dad, a former Timberwolf, about it. I said, "You're set for life." He said, "The family tree is set for life." <laughs> yeah. yeah, generations oh. to come. What else are you working on, Maxie? I am working on. Uh, where was I yesterday? Oh, I said the Mr. Basketball yesterday. I told you about that. Yes. And, um, yes. Uh, today, so the Twins played today, and Byron Buxton added uh, a two-run single and a grand slam. Whoa. So there's your good – I know it's not Friday yet. Uh, mm-hmm. That's good but, news. But, but that's, that's good, good news. news. For the, that's for, a bright for, side. For the, yeah, that's a bright sider, right? Uh, Miguel Sano hit a home Mikey. run as well. Uh, the Wild won last night against Philadelphia. 
And they've won seven straight now, and they play Pittsburgh tomorrow. So wow. they all of a sudden have become uh, the hottest team in the NHL after they were the, one of the coldest teams in the NHL. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, wow. there's just so much going on. Of course, the, the, the final four in town last night, we caught up to the UConn team when they got off the bus. They didn't lost talk to Paige Beckers. They didn't make any players available. Uh, but their coach, Gino Ariano, uh, was available, and he talked about Paige coming so home. Exciting. And it was uh, yeah, really exciting to see that bus pull in. It is. It is. Cinderella story. Mike Max, thank you Thanks, so Mikey. much. Thanks, guys. We'll be back after the news. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.